0: Since 1901, the Nobel Prize has been awarded for achievements in physics, chemistry, medicine, literature, and for peace. The prizes are awarded in honor of Alfred Nobel, the Swedish inventor of dynamite, who left in his will his enormous fortune to institute the Nobel Prizes. The prizes are awarded annually without distinction of nationality. The best-known and probably most prestigious of the five awards is the Peace Prize, to be given, and I quote, to the person or society that renders the greatest service to the cause of international fraternity in the suppression or reduction of standing armies or in the establishment or furtherance of peace congresses. Among more notable Nobel winners are Guglielmo Marconi and Albert Einstein for physics, Marie Curie for physics and chemistry, she won it twice, and Rudyard Kipling and George Bernard Shaw for literature. Jean-Paul Sartre was awarded the literature prize in 1964 but turned it down. As for the Peace Prize, the International Committee of the Red Cross has received it three times. Other notable winners have been Desmond Tutu, Mother Teresa, and the Dalai Lama. In an essay I wrote when I was 16 years old, I expressed a desire to one day win the Nobel Peace Prize. I don't know what I was thinking to be among the likes of Mother Teresa, the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu. Although, believe it or not, Gandhi was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize five times but never received it. Now if he never got it, I probably don't stand a chance. As for nationalities, no Panamanians have ever won the prize, so I could be the first. The countries with most prizes are Germany with 103 prizes, the UK with 115, and the United States which has garnered 320 prizes. As for us, in the Great White North, 18 Canadians have received the prize. Among them was our former Prime Minister, Lester B. Pearson, who in 1957 won the Peace Prize for his work in establishing the international police force that resolved the 1956 Suez Canal crisis. This year, the Nobel Peace Prize went to the 44th President of the United States, Barack Obama. He is the fourth U.S. President to win the award. The others are Teddy Roosevelt, who won it in 1905 for helping end the Russo-Japanese War, Woodrow Wilson won it in 1919 after pushing to join the League of Nations, and Jimmy Carter won it after he was in office in 2002 for humanitarian efforts. Obama won the award for his, I quote, "...extraordinary efforts to strengthen international diplomacy and cooperation between peoples." I'm not sure when that happened. I must have been looking the other way. I guess, after Al Gore won the prize last year for making a very successful movie about his ideas about ecology, anything goes. Then again, perhaps I still have a chance to win it for, I quote, giving people hope through a radio program. Now that would be alright. I'm Pedro Guevara Man, and this is Salt and Light. Hello and welcome to this week's Salt and Light Radio, I'm Pedro guevara Man,
1: And I'm Chris Dimitrenko.
0: And today Mary-Rose Bacani will be with us in a few minutes, she's sitting in for Michelle who cannot be with us today, and Chris, you'll be updating us on the news.
1: Yeah, we're going to be talking about the economic stimulus plan in Canada and whether or not the government should be advertising new doorknobs. <laughs> Uh, We'll be speaking about the Canadian bishops all getting together in Cornwall, Ontario for their annual plenary assembly. And we'll be talking about the church's outreach to disaffected Anglicans who might want to join the Catholic Church. With a Canadian perspective.
0: Well, certainly looking forward to those uh, headlines, especially the uh, one on the doorknobs. Mm-hmm. And today we also begin celebrating the priesthood. As you know, it's the year for priests, and we have a new segment. It's called Man in Black, and that's the segment where we talk to priests about stuff. And our man in black today is Father Graham Keep. Uh, I'm I'm sure you know him, uh, Chris. He's uh, from the Diocese of London, Ontario. Mm -hmm. And our Featured Artist of the Week is a former Salt and Light Radio guest, Janelle. She's been nominated for three Covenant Awards. and Those are the Canadian Gospel Music Awards, uh, which are taking place in Calgary right now as we speak. So we'll see how Janelle is doing and what she's up to. In fact, we'll start right now with one of her songs uh, from her album, What I Gotta Say. Here's Janelle with Beautiful scars.
2: As if nobody knows that you're there You watch the world move around you and try not to care Your secrets are kept where you think no one sees But your fortress is made out of glass You think what you've been through is not much to give But you're worth so much more than your just takes a moment.
0: featured artist of the week Janelle with beautiful scars and now here with us sitting in for Michelle is Salt and Light producer Mary Rose Bacani with some ideas as to what you can be doing in the next week.
3: So first let's start off with the West End Vancouver and there are two events there on the topic of men and women. The first one is on October 27th at Trinity Western U in Langley BC with Camille Pauly a great leader and, and pro-life speaker. Yes she's a really good friend actually she's great. And her topic is Male and Female, He Created Them, presented by Vancouver's Redeemer Pacific College. And this is free, so please come. Visit Vancouver's archdiocesan website for details on how to reserve your seat because it'll go very fast. Yeah, this
0: is she's a great speaker. In fact, we've been airing one of her series here on Salt and Light Television on Friday nights, 9 p.m., a, 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 a series called uh, Finding Happiness. Uh, highly, highly recommend uh, Camille Pauly and and, and her uh, her seminars.
3: Now in Coquitlam in Vancouver, Dennis Boyd presents a workshop, November 4th, Our Lady of Fatima Parish, entitled Marriage Can Be Great? No, Really? Now it sounds like a fun and relaxed workshop with practical suggestions on how to enrich your relationship and topics include attitude, peace with the past, listening, dating, sense of humor, and forgiveness. Now, this has a cost, $20 per person, but handouts and refreshments included. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) And you can pre-register at www.dennisboyd.com. That's Dennis with one N-B-O-Y-D.com. Excellent. Now, on the topic of abortion, you can find healing if you're struggling with the emotional or spiritual pain of an abortion. And this is a weekend retreat, November 6th to 8th at the Rosemary Heights Retreat Center in Coquitlam at rachel's vineyard and this weekend offers a great opportunity for healing so you can contact the respect life office vancouver for more information or to register now moving along to edmonton the nothing more beautiful encounter series personal testimonies in the faith this is a great opportunity to listen to people speaking about how they have been surprised by the gospel because there's nothing more beautiful as pope benedict said than the encounter with the gospel to be surprised by the gospel so that's thursday october 29th 7 p.m at saint joseph's basilica and the speakers for that evening are archbishop smith and lydia christini and edmonton teacher and youth ministry leader so look for the posters and pamphlets at your parish for more information or visit Edmonton's Archdiocesan website.
0: And if you miss it, or if you're not in Edmonton, just remember Salt and Light Television will be there. We're filming all the Nothing More Beautiful series, and so they will air on Salt and Light Television. We will keep you posted as to when that will be.
3: Now, there's another event in Edmonton. It is November 10th at the Catholic Pastoral Center. You can find out more about the Pope's new encyclical, Caritas in Veritate, Charity and Truth. This is your chance to reflect on how you can live out this encyclical message in your life, your parishes, your work, and your community. And there's a cost, but it's only $5, and it includes food, lunch. Excellent. So please confirm your attendance via the info you'll find on Edmonton's Archdiocesan website. Now, Calgary. This is not for you Pedro because you have to be a professional woman in Calgary (laughs) looking to network with other Catholic professionals. And that's the Endows Professional Women's Luncheon, giving you that opportunity with a fabulous guest speaker. Now it's October 30th, Friday at the Calgary Golf and Country Club. Sharon van der Sloot will be speaking on the dignity of women. Now the cost is $25 per person and you can obtain tickets by contacting the Life and Family Resource Center. Now a completely different topic. The Canadian Council of Christians in Juicy Alberta is having their annual fall dialogue November 1st at St. Cecilia's Parish. Professor Doris Bergen is speaking on mothers and daughters in the Holocaust. For women again, Pedro, sorry mm-hmm. about that. Tickets for $10, reservations required. Again, you can check out Calgary's diocesan mm-hmm. website for more info. Another event to reflect on the Pope's new encyclical, Caritas in Veritate, Charity and Truth, which Edmonton was already having, is November 7th at St. Bonaventure Parish, organized by the Development and Peace Calgary Council and Social Justice Office. Now, this also has a cost, $15, which includes lunch, and you have to confirm your attendance by contacting Calgary's Social Justice Office.
0: Very good, so that's in Calgary. Thank you, Mary Rose, and Mary Rose will be back at the end of the show with the rest of our events for the rest of the country. You're listening to Salt and Light Radio on the Catholic Channel and on the internet at saltandlighttv.org
1: slash radio. I'm Pedro guevara Man, And I'm Chris Dimitrenko. So here's the news we're going to talk about today, Pedro. First of all, all the bishops of Canada gathering in Cornwall, Ontario, which is on the east side of Ontario. And uh, they do this every year. Um, at the opening of the plenary meeting, which started this past Monday and ended on Friday, uh, Archbishop James Weisgerber, who was the president of the Canadian Conference of Catholic Bishops, he spoke about the topic that has really been on everyone's minds for the past few weeks. That's the recent arrest of uh, Bis- the Bishop Emeritus of Antigonish, uh, Bishop Raymond Lachey, um ac- an accusation of, of having child pornography. And uh, Archbishop Weisgerber said that this has been especially painful because of the seriousness of the charges and also because it involves a former member of our assembly, an Episcopal colleague, a close associate, and for many of us, a friend. And uh, for those who were th- there in the plenary, they, they really felt like this was really a pall that was, was hanging over the meeting, which is normally quite quite jubilant when all these, these bishops uh, get together. Um, some of the other topics that they're going to be talking about at this plenary meeting are development and peace. Uh, which is which is our uh, international development wing of the Canadian church and uh, some reforms that, that people believe need to be instituted there in terms of how they give out their money and some controversy regarding uh, some of those partners of development and peace also engaging in abortion advocacy. Uh, other issues that they're going to be talking about are the Bishop's engagement in life issues, uh, the pastoral approach to poverty, and also how the bishops should respond to, uh, to some of the new media out there, the Catholic new media like blogs, um, some of which have, have been hostile towards the Canadian bishops and how do the bishops respond to this. Also uh, notable at the plenary meeting, uh, the final address by Archbishop Luigi Ventura, our Apostolic Nuncio, who is essentially the Vatican's representative to the Holy See. Now moving on to politics, uh, one of the controversies that's been happening in Canada this week it's been the question over when a government should advertise the good works that it's doing and, and how it should. I mean we have an economic stimulus package here in Canada just like everyone else does in the United States and lots of money is being doled out for different projects and no one really expects the government to be doing this altruistically. Uh, governments take credit for everything that they do. This is the way politicians work. However, Liberal MP Wayne Easter, he's part of the opposition party, so the the party not in power, um, is, is very upset because he says that propaganda signs have been posted outside a lot of buildings where the stimulus money is being given for things that he calls just routine maintenance. And the most egregious example was one outside of a building for the Royal Canadian Mounted Police that was advertising internal door hardware being replaced inside. That door hardware means doorknobs. And uh, other accusations and 47 complaints have been given to the ex ethics commissioner about this spending uh, have included putting Conservative Party logos, that's the party in power, uh, on checks, um, have uh, accusations about the website that's being used for the economic action plan, even having a link to the Prime Minister playing piano. (laughs) and uh and you saw that video yes that's a video that's all over youtube and i
0: actually quite enjoyed it because he's singing a beatles tune and i'm a big fan
1: and he was he was really quite good but uh and you should check it out uh, online with with yo-yo ma on the
0: cello Mm -hmm. yo-yo ma
1: and uh just some are questioning what that has to do with the economic action plan if it isn't being used for partisan politics
0: no but it was fun to watch it was Well that's the news for now. Thank you Chris. Always uh, exciting to hear your take about what's happening in Parliament Hill. Um, Chris will return in about 20 minutes to tell us the details about this uh, new Anglican Catholic Church.
3: You're listening to Salt and Light Radio on the Catholic Channel Sirius 159 and XM 117.
0: In June, Pope Benedict XVI declared this year, June 2009 to June 2010, to be the year for priests. And so, here at Salt and Light Radio, we are introducing a new segment, "Man in Black." And our Man in Black today is Father Graham Keep all the way from Mary Immaculate Parish in London, Ontario. Hello, Father Graham. Welcome to Man in Black.
4: Pedro, you're great.
0: Oh, thank you. Good, good, good first thing to say. Thank you. So this is kind of like a game show, okay, okay. except that not, is, there's no front, you know, we're not in front of a live audience and, and there are no prizes oh. and, and you're the only one playing. No, prizes, <laughs> no so you're and, and you're the only one can playing. Can I get
4: like an, a, a plenary indulgence? I'd like
0: yeah, plenary you know what? Indulgence. I think we can arrange, we can arrange that.
4: Um, okay. So, okay. And yeah, then, I'm, uh, I'm good with that.
0: Okay. Good. So you're ready? I'm going to ask you some random questions, like okay. like what you're going to be doing tonight, um, like what you're going to be doing tonight. You, that's when you. So jump I'm supposed in. to answer that? <laughs> 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 that's the first question. Is that the question? No. 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 I was just kidding. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start here our first segment. You ready? It's called. I'm ready. It's called food and other yummies. Okay. okay? And uh, so I'm just opening here the random question. Uh, Mm -hmm. Out of the uh, envelope, because we're all organized like a game show here. And the question is, yeah, yeah, that's very cool. The question is, if you had to make dinner for your bishop, what would you cook and why?
4: Oh, now I have to invite him to that, right? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Probably, probably I would uh, make Italian. I would do Italian food for that. I know how to do that. Italian? I know how to make Italian food. In fact, I can make my own uh, uh, pasta. I roll it out. Are you serious? I am. Like from scratch?
0: From scratch. Like wheat?
4: Flour? Like wheat and egg, and uh, that's about it. And you just roll her away.
0: Really? Do you have like a pasta-making yeah. machine, or you actually roll out the noodles out by hand?
4: No, I, I do have uh, a pasta-making, well, you know, the, the roller thing. Really? I crank it out.
0: But you're not yeah. Italian.
4: You're I Irish. Don't. Irish English, how about that? Very
0: cool. But your bishop is Italian, so that that might be a good choice.
4: He is Italian, so it, it makes him happy. Or, um, if if I were to make anything, I'd probably make reservations <laughs> somewhere else. Yeah. Oh,
0: very good. Just to make sure you're on the good side of the bishop. That's right. Okay. So good. Very good. Next segment. Next segment is okay. called Choices We Make. Yep. Okay. So this is the this is the the segment where I get to ask you several rapid fire questions. And you Ooh. get to choose between them, okay? Like ice cream or cake, okay? Ice cream. Very good. What kind of ice cream?
4: Oh, did we start?
0: <laughs> no, that was just a test. <laughs> okay, you ready? You ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay, GM or Toyota?
4: Bicycle. B- <laughs> oh, I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> that was, <laughs> that wasn't part of it. Was that it? wasn't
0: part of it. Bicycle. I didn't know Toyota or Jim oh. made bicycles. That's okay. That's it's good. It's not a word association so, game. No, it's not. That's that's with your therapist when you meet <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> with him once a week. This is uh, that's okay. You're like an ecological kind of guy. You're not. You're a bicycle kind of guy. Yeah. I, I know yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Good. You, I know you drive diesel. So, that, so that's that's good. biodiesel
4: diesel.
0: Okay. Next one. You ready? Yep. Elvis or Beatles. Beatles, very good. When did you start listening to the Beatles? Do you remember?
4: Um, well, I was of that time-ish sort of.
0: Really, sort
4: of like no, so, you're not. Yeah, we we used to, and actually I have a, a recording of the Ruttles.
0: Oh the Ruttles? yes,
4: I have heard of the Ruttles. I take off on the Beatles.
0: Yes, I have.
4: It's really quite funny.
0: That's that's good. Okay, good, nice. Okay, uh, next one, rosary yep. or breviary.
4: Uh, Brevary.
0: Okay, so for people that don't know, breviary, so that's the office of the church, right? The that's right. That's the hours of the church. The hours. So morning prayer, evening prayer, good, very good. Um, okay, next one. Airplanes or boats? Airplanes. Oh, really? They
4: get you there faster.
0: Yeah. Okay, you're like a I need it now kind of guy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, next one. Opera or musical theater? Opera. Really? Yeah. What's your favorite opera?
4: Um, actually, uh, I, I haven't been to a lot of operas, but I'd, I'd probably say uh, the Magic Flute or uh, even Lachme. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought you'd be
0: like a musical theater kind of guy. like.
4: Uh... Well, I do. It, it, that's, that's a tough one because I do like mu- musical theater, too.
5: Yeah. yeah.
0: But,
4: you know... It, it all depends, you know, what, what kind of uh, mood you're in and, and how well you want to sleep.
0: <laughs> that's true. And quite uh, because opera puts you to sleep? Oh, um, well, it can. And I'm not going to make you sing opera right now, although that would, thank be, you. Fun. That would be fun. It'd
4: probably blow some of the circuits, and that's not good.
0: Yeah, no, okay. Let's do a few more. Uh, okay. Football or hockey? Hockey. Good Good Canadian answer, thank you. St. Jude, Saint, Saint Jude or St. Anthony? St.
4: Uh St. Jude.
0: Very good. And that's because. Even
4: though I lose a lot of things. Yeah. I'm hopeless at losing things.
0: But that's good because then St. Jude can help you anyway. Right. Very good. Okay, last one. Uh, okay. Salt or light? <laughs> <laughs> Did you like it?
4: That's an awesome one. Salt that's or light? That's an awesome one. I, 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 I'll, I'll take uh, both for uh, <laughs> 200, please.
0: Okay, good answer. So uh, just to know for anyone that might be listening to us and wondering what. Is going on. You're listening to Salt and Light Radio. I'm Pedro Guevara Man, your host, and this is our new Man in Black segment. And our Man in Black of this week is Father Graham Keep. So now this part is a little more serious, Father. Okay. This one uh, is the. This is. Uh, I'm going to call it the I Like It segment. Okay. But it could like also. It. It, it could also be called since you like musical theater. Uh, these are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> but but don't <laughs> sing it, okay. So here we go. Okay. So what's your favorite okay. your favorite city in the world?
4: My favorite city in the world, uh, I'd say it's Rome, uh, and uh, not just because I'm a priest.
0: Okay, okay, uh, that's okay. We'll leave that one. Favorite song. <laughs> favorite song.
4: Favorite song is uh, actually oh. Shoot, I can't think of a oh, favorite Oh, I don't know. Song. Okay, how
0: about favorite? Ch-
4: I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know.
0: That's okay. Favorite church song?
4: Favorite church song? Uh, right. I, I, I like uh, uh, O Sanctissima.
0: Really? Actually. So you're like a traditional guy. I guess that goes with your opera. Um, how about song yeah. that you uh, inform all your your, uh, your your liturgical musicians to not do? <laughs> the least favorite church song? <laughs>
4: To <laughs> not do that is a very dangerous. Yeah, let's dangerous not go there. Question. Okay, yeah, that's that, we'll, a we'll, very dangerous. We'll question. just stay
0: away. How about how about favorite prayer?
4: Favorite prayer. My favorite prayer uh, would be the Saint Michael prayer.
0: Oh, good. I like that one too. Um, yeah. Favorite scripture packet passage.
4: My favorite scripture passage is the end of John's Gospel, um, with uh, 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 Peter uh, saying. Uh, encountering jesus and that uh, jesus is asking um do you love me
0: oh nice good okay uh i actually
4: reflected on that uh just prior to my ordination that was my passage for before i was ordained
0: nice and how long have you been ordained how long ago was that
4: i have been ordained 16 years oh congratulations good for you thank you I can't believe it's been 16 years. Wow. it's been just fantastic.
0: And would you say that that is that? I guess that's still your your favorite your favorite scripture passage, or the scripture passage that still kind of motivates, or or moves your your vocation?
4: Yeah, it sure does. Very cool. Sure does.
0: What's your favorite TV
4: network? Uh, Salt and Light.
0: <laughs> Very good. And your favorite radio program?
4: Uh, there's there's a radio announcer. <laughs> Pedro Guerva Man, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that all would right. be Salt and Light.
0: All right, okay, you got your plenary indulgence. Let's do one last segment. <laughs> okay, so this is, uh, we're running out of time, so we're just going to do a okay. few of these. So this is the pop quiz. That's the quiz about all things pop, and today's topic is the movies. Okay, so oh. what's uh, what's the first movie that you remember watching?
4: The first movie, I, I don't remember watching uh, my first movie because, like, I, I don't, I barely remember watching movies <laughs> okay. I get DVDs and and then I think I'm watching the same uh, new movie every time I watch it and okay. repeat it
0: okay so, so what was the last movie you watched
4: the last movie I actually do remember in the theater was uh, uh, the uh, Up 3D
0: oh did you like it I loved it yeah I haven't seen it yet I know I oh know, it's huh? great
4: yeah. and it's great in 3D too
0: very good um, what was the last time you cried in a movie ooh
4: ooh uh I would say that was uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I cried laughing. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, okay, that's good, that's good. Okay, very good <laughs> no, answers. It was. No, I went I, with I a whole bunch you. of
4: priests and we, we just cried.
0: What, like a whole bunch of, like the priest outing? Yeah. Let's go see my Greek, big fat Greek wedding. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Okay, well, that's all good answers, very good. Um, thank you for joining us today, Father. This well, has been a for lot of fun. Me. It's great. Um, um, and we'll uh, we'll keep in touch, okay?
4: Beautiful. Okay, so that God was bless you. Thank you. That... God bless the the listeners too.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. That was our man in black of the week, Father Graham Keep. He's at uh, Mary Immaculate Parish in London, Ontario. I'm Pedro Guevara Man, and I am wearing black. And if you like this segment, please send us an email. We're looking for men in black. To have on the program. They can be Canadian and Canada, they can be anywhere in the world. Just write to us and tell us about your favorite priest and how we can contact him, and we will, because this is fun. And our email address is radio at And here again is our featured artist of the week, Janelle, with her song No One Left to Save. That was Janelle with No One Left to Save from her album What I Gotta Say and Janelle will be with us very soon. But first here is uh, back with us Chris with uh, the update on this uh, breaking story from last week of the Catholic Church extending the invitation en masse mm-hmm. to the Anglican, uh, uh, Anglican community.
1: Well it really came by surprise on Tuesday morning the Vatican announcing a new structure for Anglicans who wanted to be in full communion with the Catholic Church. Certainly there have been many who have come individually, Mm -hmm. but this is essentially creating something which is similar, not quite the same, as an Anglican rite within the Catholic Church. They're calling this a personal ordinariate, and these would be similar to a military ordinariate in that they wouldn't be designated with a particular territory, but more would be associated with each country's conference of, of bishops. Uh, and now the decision would also allow Anglican priests to be ordained as Catholic priests for these groups. And it would be one of these Anglican priests who would oversee this Anglican personal ordinariate in that particular country. Right. It wouldn't include Anglican bishops, however, because there's a long-standing Catholic and Orthodox tradition to have unmarried bishops. Yes, uh, But those bishops could become Catholic priests. And uh, Cardinal William Levada, who heads up the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, he says that there are actually 20 to 30 Anglican bishops who have declared their intention to come over to the Catholic Church. Um, Now, the Cardinal also said that this doesn't take away at all from, from the pursuit of full visible unity between the Catholic and Anglican communions and many people who have been involved in ecumenism uh, on the Catholic and Anglican sides, have been uh, since the announcement uh, saying this that you know that this process of ecumenism is continuing, even though now it seems that there is a way for those who who want to join the Catholic Church, some of them for reasons being um, uh, to do with with women priests and ordination of a of a homosexual bishop, uh, but also those who simply you know want to be united with Peter, that there is a, a way for them to do so en Mass. Um, the, at the CCCB plenary meeting, the Canadian Conference of Catholic Bishops that we were talking about, uh, earlier, Archbishop Fred Hilts, who is the primate, so the head of the Anglican Church of Canada, uh, he spoke to all the bishops and, uh, and he recalled how Christians are committed to the realization of the will of our Lord, that we all be one as he and the father are one. And uh, him speaking in front of the bishops, he asked that the head of the CCCB or our representative would speak in front of their general synod. And so it certainly doesn't appeal, doesn't appear that the church in this way reaching out to the Anglicans something could, could hurt their their communion and could cause more divisions. But at least on the surface, everyone is saying that 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 this is a good thing. And this won't hurt uh, ecumen- ecumenical initiatives.
0: Yeah, and there's certainly a lot of uh, comments and blogs and news uh, sites all over the, the the world. And I'm sure we'll continue hearing uh, more details uh, about this story. I- I'm starting to believe that it's probably one of the biggest news in the Catholic world of the year, certainly.
1: It, it really is. And this happening at the same time that uh, uh, conversations are ongoing in the Vatican uh, between Uh, between the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith and the Society of St. Pius the 10th. Yes, true. So there are uh, discussions in terms of of reaching out for for unity on the church on all different fronts.
0: Very, very interesting. Thank you so much, Chris. That was our Salt and Light Radio News Producer, Chris Dimitrenko. Again, as always, if you'd like to comment on anything you hear in our program, we'd love your messages. We'd love to hear your comments. Send us an email, radio at org.
6: Hi there, I'm Gerald Mopassi, known as the Cat Chat Man. You are listening to Salt and Light Radio on the Catholic Channel, Sirius
4: 159, XM 117.
0: Among our dear Canadian Catholic artists, there are but a handful who actually make a living out of their ministry. Now, our very first Salt and Light Radio program, which aired in January 2009, we introduced you to Janelle, who... This year has been nominated for three Covenant Awards, which are the Canadian Gospel Music Association Awards, uh, Female Vocalist of the Year, her album What I Gotta Say has been nominated as Pop Album of the Year, and her song Give Me a Reason uh, has been nominated as Inspirational Song of the Year, so it's, that's very cool, and Janelle joins us now on the phone from her car um, in, in her home just outside Edmonton, Alberta. Hello, Janelle.
6: Hi, how you doing Pedro?
0: Good, nice to talk to you again.
2: Yeah,
6: nice to talk to you too. So,
0: Janelle, this is not your first brush with the Covenant Awards. Um no, right? It, you, yeah. Um, in fact I remember No, when,
6: definitely. We haven't uh we've we've won several awards in the past, but um no, it's exciting to be um you know, nominated again at the Covenant Awards and uh, you know, we're excited to, especially because they've asked us to perform, which is a very kind of, uh, you know, rarity. They, you know, they only have so many slots for so many artists, and for them to actually invite a Catholic artist to perform is, is quite, um, you know, yeah, quite an honor. Cool. So yeah, we're you, really, really thrilled. I was
0: going to ask you about that, because, I mean, I think of the, the Gospel Music Awards, and you think it's mostly non-Catholics, and, and, and part of that is because there aren't as many Catholic artists. But what, what does it mean to be a Catholic who's nominated? And you've been nominated several times in the past, so what does that mean? It, it, does it mean it?
6: I mean, I think really it just shows that um, Christ is really doing something new, especially in the Christian music industry in Canada, and it's just very exciting to be on the forefront of that, and and to be able to pioneer in that way, and also, um, you know, to be able to show our Protestant brothers and sisters that. You know, the Catholic Church really has something to offer in this regard, and so um, it's an honor to be able to be there, and uh, it's going to be just great. I know working with the people at the Covenant Awards are just, you know, they're just bang on, wonderful, wonderful Christian men and women, and uh, so it's really, really almost like a unitive project, um, yeah. a ecumenical project. And that's the way Jason and I see it, and uh, it's just beautiful to be a part of.
0: Yeah, so Jason, for those people that might not know it, is your husband. He's also your manager. Um, now, you mm-hmm. were also nominated in 2006 for a, for a Juno. And again, for our, our listeners in the United States, those are the Canadian Grammys, the Juno Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's a secular award. So what, what, mm-hmm. meaning, what meaning did that have? Because I believe you're the, only, you're the only Catholic that has ever been awarded. Uh, sorry, nominated for a Juno.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was really incredible. Um, it, you know, every time you kind of hit a new kind of platform in that regard, it's, it's just kind of mind-blowing, because you're like, you know, Lord, I never thought, you know, just singing at church when I was a young girl would lead to this,
5: you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. So
6: um, it's really a beautiful experience, and I'm just really, really, um, you know, feel privileged that I can represent, you know, our Lord, our church, in this way and that I can do this alongside my husband and my family yeah. and um, that we can make a living at it which is even, you know, even more better, beautiful. Yeah. So even better, yeah. It's a nice bonus. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's it's really really been a blessing to be able to do music full time. And has um, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. It,
0: yeah, it's nice that you talk about it as as a you know as a milestone or 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 even more as a witness because because I think people might might look at these awards and think of them as competition, and and how mm-hmm. how is that competition compatible with our Christian beliefs and is is that, I mean, why mm-hmm. is it important to recognize artists this way?
6: Well, you know, I think a, a big part of it is. Um, you know, Christ wants us to give our best in everything. Mm -hmm. And so um, I remember when we were, you know, recording our album, um, the very first one, New Day, back in the day we had gone to our bishop and we said, okay, you know, it's going to cost this much if we want to do it and only, you know, let my grandma listen to it because it's such a terrible recording, or it's going to cost this much, which is a whole lot more, to go to Nashville and to record it properly and all that stuff. And he said wouldn't you give your best for Christ? Yeah. And so that's what we ended up doing. Of course, we went down to Nashville. We did it, you know, it, was, it cost more money, but it ended up with a product that reached so many more people. And that's what it's all about, getting the message out and uh, really evangelizing. And for uh, Jason and I especially, it's, it's become, like I said, a very ecumenical project for us. It's, it's uh, bridging that gap between Protestants and Catholics and showing that, you know, um, the Church has a lot to offer that is very rich and uh, that, you know, a lot of our brothers and sisters... Um, and the Protestant uh, churches, you know, have never discovered. And so it's opening that treasure chest for the very first time for a lot of them. And they're, you know, kind of giving them that look that, that, um, a look at, at what we have. And, and they go, wow, you know, we had no idea. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a matter of creating that awareness. And then also, you know, competition is not a bad thing. It allows us to um, perfect and uh, make our art that much better. Right. And that much more appealing. And uh, it's exciting to be able to network, that's one of the things Jason and I love the most about these types of awards and stuff like that is, you know, the banquets and whatever. You just get to network yes, so much more yeah. to create an even better project to serve Christ and to reach more people. Because we all know nowadays, especially in the youth realm, if you don't have a sophisticated project, you don't even stand a chance against, yeah. you know, the you know, the los and the Jay-Zs and everything else, yes. else out there. You have to have something that's appealing, but that has that Christian spirit behind yeah, it that yeah, can yeah. minister the heart, so...
0: Yeah, and that can, that can compete, again, to use that word, but with what with, with the secular world is giving them. Um, um, you're listening to Salt and Light Radio. I'm Pedro, your host. We're speaking with our, our featured artist of the week, Janelle, who's nominated for several Covenant Awards. Now, uh, your album, What I Gotta Say, is also nominated um, Pop Album of the Year, right? So what uh, what's new about this album? I know we spoke a little bit about it uh, last time you were on the program, but uh, for new listeners, what uh, what's different about this album for you? Well, for
6: me, this album is... A much more personal album I wrote seven of the ten songs on it Or yes. co-wrote them And, um, you know, so it really, really shows That the season of my life That, um, you know, I was, I've was i had the opportunity To, you know, just spend with Christ and, and this particular season Has been a very poignant one In the sense that, um, you know The message that Christ has given me um, To share with, with the world Through my music Is just one of, of just building a culture of life And um, okay. being bold and so these are, you know, obviously topics that the Holy Spirit's been inspiring in several different people and artists and, um, organizations, you know, through the years. But I really feel like, um, this is the time that the audiences that have been following me are ready for this type of really kind of hard hitting home message. And so, um, what I gotta say is a bit of an edgy project in the sense that it doesn't mince any words. It's not like a watered down, you know, mm-hmm. like everybody singing around the rosy and, you know, yay Jesus. It's yeah. really, it's really, really poignant and, um, you know, and it deals with some tough issues. Um, but at the same time, does it in a way that, um, is charitable and, um, easily accessible for the average person. Yes. So that's what I really like about this project. And, uh, also, you know, um, we had a top, top, uh, producer working on it, uh, Steve Rosen. He's worked with Paul Brandt and, um, that's mm-hmm. a good band and, uh, McIntyre and several other artists. And, um, you know, he's done a lot of country stuff, but he, he's a real master when it comes to pop. And the thing that I really love about him is, he just understands the heart of it and uh, mm-hmm. he himself had teenage girls so it was nice that he really had a personal interest in the message too because yeah. um, my target market is a lot of young young women and yes. so um yeah it was really great
0: yeah no that's good and i i totally agree i if i can put in a plug because this is this is the kind of album that i think parents would want their kids to have on their ipods this is the kind of music i mean it's 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 edgy it's hip it's well produced it's got a great sound it's got uh, Dancy tunes. It's got reflection, uh, more inspirational tunes. In fact, I wanted to ask you because we're gonna uh, now play uh, "Give Me a Reason," that was nominated as inspirational song of the year. So, Janelle, what's uh, just before we leave off? Just tell our listeners what what the song's about.
6: Well, "Give Me a Reason" was written of um, just a lot of personal experiences I've had with several different people. Um, just about, you know, so, so many people just think, okay, well, you know, I'll give Christ my life when I'm, you know, like 70 and I have nothing better to do, you know? Mm. <laughs> and it's like, you know, when I'm, when I'm done with my life and done having fun, then I'll give Christ a chance. And you know what? There's there's so much that Christ wants to offer us, you know? He, he says, you know, I've come to give you life and given in abundance, and that doesn't mean when you're on your way out, you know, like, of this life. It right. means now, and there's so many young people that just, Waste the years that they could be really, really living a fulfilled life by just having this misconception that God's some type of cosmic killjoy and just wants to like suck all the fun out of life, you know? But when you give our hearts to Christ and we give our lives to Christ, He gives us a purpose and a real mission. And um, I think that that's something that not a lot of people give a lot of thought to. And so, um, give me a reason. Basically, is just saying, you know, like, give me a reason why you won't give Christ a chance. Here you are. You're dying inside. You're confused. You're wondering what life is all about, and all you have to do is go to Him for the answers, and you'll discover something that's more beautiful than anybody um, could ever offer you. And so, um, give me a reason is just that, you know a song born out of those personal experiences.
0: Yeah, well, that's an excellent, excellent message. It's so true, and and again it's a message there are messages like that to every song janelle thank you so much for joining us i know you're uh, going on t- into a meeting so uh, i'm going to let you go but uh, g- good luck have fun uh, uh, at the awards and and uh, we'll we'll talk about it uh, again soon
6: thank you so much pedro god bless
0: you thank you that was janelle you can find out more about her and uh, how to buy what i got to say her album and, and and her other albums at her website that's janelle.cc www.janelle.cc and the Gospel Music Association uh, Canada Conference and Covenant Awards are in Calgary happening this very weekend, so again, good luck Janelle and, our, and to other uh, former Salton Light guests who's been nominated for a few awards, that's Chris Bray and we'll be actually talking to Chris Bray next week so now, as promised, here is Janelle's song, nominated for Inspirational Song of the Year, Give Me a Reason That was Janelle with Give Me A Reason. Next week we'll tell you how Janelle did at the Covenant Awards. I'm Pedro Guevara-Man. You're listening to Salt and Light Radio. Our email address is radio at saltandlighttv.org. And our blog can be found at saltandlighttv.org slash blog. And now again, it's time for our events. Here with us is Mary Rose Baccani. So Mary Rose, where do we continue?
3: Well, we'll start with Regina for this, for this segment. The Archdiocese of Regina introduces a new Archdiocesan marriage preparation resource and approach titled For Better and Forever, Changing the Way Christian Couples Prepare for Marriage. Now, this workshop is being offered November 6th with its author, Reverend Robert Runke at Holy Child Parish. Check out Regina's Archdiocesan website for more info. Now, in Saskatoon, Saskatoon is preparing to host the National Pro-Life Conference at the Hilton Garden Inn, October 29th to the 31st. And this year's theme is Building Bridges, Making Choices for Life. And the guest speakers, you might know some of them, Andrea Mrozik, Alex Schattenberg, well, yep, the someone you know very yeah, the euthanasia well. Euthanasia
0: yes. Prevention Coalition.
3: And John Henry Weston. So please register by visiting Saskatoon's diocesan website. Now, also in Saskatoon, the Healing and Growth Centre of St. Therese Institute of Faith and Mission presents a healing and prayer conference entitled Empowered by the Holy Spirit with the Intercessors of the Lamb from October 30th to November 4th. So join other faithful to hear Intercessors of the Lamb, Sister Mary Grace Heimel and Sister Mary Rita Batsi speak on the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, journaling, contemplative prayer, listening to the voice of God and the dangers of the new age. So for more information, please contact St. Therese Institute at www.sttherese.ca. Now moving on to Manitoba. On November 4th, St. Augustine's church in Brandon is privileged to be hosting a Cat Chat concert for children ages 2 to 11.
0: Cat Chat, former Salt and Light Radio guest Yes, for all your kids
3: and nieces nephews. Now, this is a great way for the Catholic faith to be welcomed into your child's life using prayer, cool conversations, faithful stories, and great songs. For more information about the concert, visit www.catchat.ca. Now, the All Ages Fully Alive Conference is also happening October 31st to November 1st. Now, this is truly, really an event you won't want to miss. It's hosted and led by Face to Face Ministries' Kenny Asinski, who's absolutely incredible. Mm. Now, if you've ever seen him in action, you know what we're talking about here.
0: Yes, Michelle loves him.
3: (laughs) And this year's conference focuses on living life with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. For more information, check out St. Boniface's Archdiocesan website. Don't miss this one. Now in Toronto, October 27th, Franciscan University's Jim Cowan is coming to the GTA. He's a renowned singer, songwriter, worship leader for conferences and leader of youth praise and worship in Steubenville, Ohio. So you might know him. Yes. He's coming to St. Anne's Church in Brampton to offer a live concert and festival of praise. There will be no cost for admission, but a free will offering would be appreciated. For more info, check out Toronto's Archdiocesan website. Now, October 29th, a few days after that, is Shine, presented by the Resurrection Dance Theatre Troupe of Haiti in St. Dominic's Parish, Mississauga. Now, this is an entertaining event for the whole family. An all-money race will go towards the completion of L'Ecole Saint-Trinite, a school for the poor kids in Haiti, and in support of Haiti's St. Joseph's Home for the Boys, Broken Wings Mission, and Trinity House. I
0: highly recommend that event as well. They're great. I had a chance to interview them a few years ago and watch them. Very inspiring, very good work they're doing.
3: Now on the East Coast, St. John's, Newfoundland, confirmation candidates are invited by Bishop Robert Harris to participate in a pilgrimage to the Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception on November 15th. Candidates will gather at St. Malachi's to meet the bishop and have lunch and proceed on to the pilgrimage. And so for more info, check out St. John's Diocesan website. Now, PEI, something on marriage, Living Vows, Marriage as Sacrament, October 30th to the 31st. This is a marriage workshop offered by St. Pius X Church. And the facilitators are Kevin and Monalie Feehan from the Diocese of Edmonton, hosting the event. The cost is $30 per couple. Visit the diocesan website for more information. Now, also in PEI, November 6th and 7th, all teens are invited to the Teen Encounter Weekend at Belcourt Center. We'll have more info for you as the date approaches.
0: Excellent, thank you very much. Now, Mary-Rose, I have a note here uh, to our listeners in Toronto, especially if you speak Chinese, the Chinese Department of Salt and Light Television will be visiting Blessed Trinity Parish, uh, that's at, at Bayview and Finch, on All Saints Day, November 1st. So if you go to that parish or if you live near there, Join the, the Chinese Department of Salt and Light Television before or after any Sunday Mass in the Parish Hall. There's also gonna be a special presentation in English and Chinese in the Parish Hall at 1.30 p.m. on that same day, November 1st. There's gonna be draw prizes, they're the giving away Salt and Light DVDs, Pope John Paul II, memorial books, tickets for a guided tour of Salt and Light Television of our broadcast center here. Um, and so, uh, so if you're there, please go check out uh, the poster in your parish at the foyer of the church and, uh, and the insert in the bulletin for more details. So that's uh, for our, our Chinese-speaking listeners in the Toronto area. And remember, as always, let us know about your events. Uh, send us an email, radio at saltandlighttv.org.
1: You're listening to Salton Light Radio on the Catholic Channel, Sirius 159 and XM 117.
0: I'm Pedro Guevara, man. And I'm Mary-Rose Bacani. And be sure to tune in to Salt and Light Television tomorrow, Sunday, October 25th, for Cuba's First Saint on Catholic Focus.
3: Now the host is Alicia Ambrosio looking at Brother Jose Olayo, the first Cuban to be canonized, his miracles and the impact his life has on Cuban Catholics. Yes,
0: so that's Cuba's First Saint on Catholic Focus tomorrow, Sunday, uh, October 25th, on Salt and Light Television at 7 p.m. Eastern eastern 7 p.m eastern and 8 p.m pacific
3: and on wednesday as well october 28th tune in for an all-new catholic focus with michelle nuzo yes
0: which is why she's not here today michelle goes to alberta St. Mary's University College and looks at the very first Catholic Bachelor of Education
3: program in Canada. So that's The New Catholic Teacher, the title of that Catholic Focus, with Michelle Nuzzo on Wednesday, October 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific.
0: And remember, if you do not get Salt and Light TV on your cable, you can watch all our programming streaming live on our website, TV. Org. And, you can get,
3: and you can get more information about our television programming at that same website, www.saltandlighttv.org. We, s- we say that website <laughs> so many
0: times. <laughs> I, I, I hope people uh, have memorized it already. Um, and if you missed any part of this show, remember, we archive all our radio programs. Just go to that same website, click on the radio link, and you'll be able to listen to every single Salt and Light radio program. They're all there.
3: And that's right. Our web page again is, I'm sure you could dictate <laughs> this for me by now, saltandlighttv.org slash radio. And remember, we love mail. So please let us know your thoughts on anything that you hear on our program. The email again is radio at org.
0: Very good. then, M- Mary Rose, that brings us to the end of the program next week. We'll be speaking to Chris Bray, a former uh, Salt and Light Radio guest, Catholic singer-songwriter, again from London. In fact, he's from, from Father Graham Keeps Parish, who uh, is also in Calgary right now for the Covenant Awards. So we'll get his news on the awards and see how he did. That will be next uh, week on Salt and Light Radio.
3: So thanks for being with us. I'm Mary-Rose Pacani.
0: And I'm Pedro. And this has been Salt and Light Radio.